Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we're going to be talking about San Diego Comic-Con. The Marvel panel has happened, and we are finally going to get a chance to talk about it right here on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Stick around. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll, and joining me today to get in this news episode is the wonderful, the unparalleled <laughs> Haley Hobbs from the Source Pages podcast. How you doing, Haley? I'm doing so great. How are you doing, Matt? I'm good, friend. I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad Yay. to have you on. Um, Happy birthday. Hey, the oh, that's true. To know. Yeah, it's my birthday today, everybody. Yeah. Uh, send presents. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Subscribe. Follow the Patreon. Yeah, subscribe <laughs> to the Patreon. That's it. That's the present. Leave a five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Haley. <laughs> Those are all good recommendations for Matt Carroll birthday presents. Uh, <laughs> but mostly the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so uh, speaking of things these people should do, uh, Haley Hobbs uh, is uh, one half of the Source Pages podcast. And I, we always mention it at the end during the plugs, but just in case you didn't know, please go follow Source Pages right here up top. Go follow Source Pages. They cover all the content that we're talking about, but they cover the source material. They cover the comics, the novels, all that stuff, and sort of compare and contrast what happens between the two. It's it's super rad. Um, and I'm sure y'all are going to be covering a lot of this stuff from San Diego Comic-Con, right? We are. We're not overwhelmed yet, but maybe <laughs> a little. <laughs> when you look at just, this is just the Marvel stuff, and we also do DC and like some other things. So, yeah, yeah a lot of exciting stuff to do in the future. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> oh, so many things to talk about. But luckily, this is over a few years. You know, we got plenty of time. Yeah, yeah that's what Brian said to me. I'm like, yeah, you're right, but I'm the planner, so, you know. <laughs> you're like, my next four years just filled up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with podcast recordings. You send him a calendar with like 70 invites. Yeah, we have like a Unabomber spreadsheet. It's for real. <laughs> I totally believe it. Uh, <laughs> Haley was on with us on Bingers, and it was like the most well-planned Bingers Assemble run that we've ever done. <laughs> and it was the most fun. Yeah, it was It was so great. Um, I was like, I need a Haley Hobbs on everything, please. <laughs> There's only one of me. <laughs> oh, man. Copy yourself. Copy yourself. Yeah, no. Cloning, come on. So let's get to the San Diego Comic-Con news. Uh, before we do, I d <laughs> sorry, let's get to it. But before we do, uh, I, d I did want to say, sorry we didn't even make anything for the feed last week. Uh, we did. We recorded for two hours one night, uh, and the recording was lost. <laughs> so no. I know it was terrible. That's the nightmare, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. It was our only recording window. We recorded a couple great episodes of Zoo. And uh, Azu and Jeff, and it and it totally was gone. So, uh, but we're here. We're going to talk about San Diego Comic Con. We've been getting a lot of people asking us to, so let's do it. Um, so we got they laid out this insane thing at San Diego Comic Con mm -hmm. phases. They they've the funny thing is uh, a few years ago when Phase Three ended, they were like, we're not really doing a f the phase thing anymore. <laughs> Yeah, the classic um, look away. We're not going to tell you the truth right now that Marvel does. <laughs> well, I wonder if that's it or if they like, I don't know, if they weren't considering it organized as phases right now, but then it ended up being that way. I, I, I'm curious. 
It seems like when you're dealing with this much content, though, you have to wrangle it somehow. And we know that they let, they're letting their directors and the creative teams of the content and of the media have a little more control, which is great, but there still has to be that oversight. And to me, this is the oversight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and the, the way they plan phases out is exactly it and get the content out of their out of each other's way. Something mm-hmm. I, I was listening to um, somebody talking about how if you look at phase four, the vast majority of the content was filmed before any of it was released. Does that make sense? Like WandaVision, before WandaVision came out, most of phase four was already filmed. So right. like... A lot of the things where they've had like complaints about their their series and stuff, like oh, the last episode always goes off the rails, or the last episode gets unfocused from the main story and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they haven't had time to adapt, weirdly, because like they already filmed all the shows before they even had that first episode, first one come out. You know what I mean? Well, not only that, they filmed them. And then COVID happened, or they were filming them, and COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So, I think we can attribute some of the herky jerky to that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but th- what is interesting to me about Phase Four, which up until now they have not called it, they are now calling it Phase Four, is at least I don't believe I don't believe they've used that term until now. Um, I think they might have. Okay. I don't know. Do a real quick search. <laughs> well, like I, I just remember when they were when we were getting into it, they said that they weren't using phases anymore. And like, mm. what is interesting to me is they don't. To me, phases have always been about a culmination movie, right? Like it culminated into an Avengers movie. And in in phase two, they they had the denouement of the uh, Ant Man, and in uh, Avengers. Endgame, they had the denouement of Spider-Man, right? They've always culminated in these big movies. Uh, And I know Wakanda Forever is a big movie, but it doesn't seem like a big crossover movie, you know? Yeah. This article from 2019, the title says Marvel reveals massive phase four film and television plan. And maybe, I don't know if you've seen these, where one of the producers, um, Richie Palmer, I think his name is, he's an MCU producer, he said that the theme of phase four is guilt and consequences. I did see that. And so actually, yeah. because it's kind of, I don't know what word I, it's sort of just all over the place, but it's all because it's all a reaction still to end game and the mm-hmm. events of people coming back. And so I'm okay. Like head it, that it's supposed to be a little all over the place. Yeah. Plus we're yeah. introducing so many new characters. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is it, to me, it feels like it's the starting over point, you know, Mm -hmm. it's the rebuilding by introducing tons of new characters. Um, but I don't feel like it feels, it doesn't feel like a phase to me because it's not culminating. At least I don't think it doesn't seem like black Panther is going to include all of the characters that we've seen thus far. It's similar right, to how it's Avengers. not an Avengers movie. Yeah. yeah it's that's not what a I'm team up at. movie. Exactly. As far as we know, as far as we know, although it does seem like a pretty, some pretty big stuff's going on in black Panther, which we'll talk yeah. about here in a minute. Uh, and who knows who that could bring in, but yeah. Um, yeah. It just, that's all I'm getting at. I, I guess like, the idea of phases, maybe that's why they didn't call it a phase at first, is because they're like, is it a phase? And now they've got like, oh yeah, this is phase four, it's this a transitional phase, but phase five and phase six, they seem like they're actually going to be like a big 
like grown up phases, like phase four is in its teens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, literally, lots of teenagers in phase four. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. Uh, they they said that phase four is going to end with two last properties. We have She Hulk and Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, um, and we got trailers for both. Mm-hmm. So what did you think? Uh, the She-Hulk trailer, I think, is fun. Um, yeah. When she breaks that fourth wall and looks at the camera, and then she's like, why am I looking at a camera? It was like almost a gem from the office moment and then a retraction of it. So I, I think it looks kind of kooky. Yeah, for sure. Um, and Black Panther was hard to watch. <laughs> yeah. But it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, really, really. Um, r- tons of emotion behind Black Panther. And you can just tell that they're like putting a lot of heart into that movie and really trying to make it a send up for uh, Chadwick Boseman and moving forward with that franchise. It looks really impactful, like for sure. She-Hulk, I I think I said this at some point before, uh, seems like it's going to be Ally McBeal in the Marvel Universe. Yes. Like Ally McBeal, <laughs> but for superheroes. And she does yeah. a little bit of that, like breaking the fourth wall, a lot of like weird visions and stuff in Ally McBeal. And it, and it is also sort of like a procedural lawyer comedy, you know? <laughs> right. I, that makes so much sense. They probably took some inspiration from Ally. Yeah. Hopefully she's not as whiny though. She doesn't look whiny. She looks badass. She does look badass. <laughs> Uh, but she does look like uh, she's making her own decisions, which is which is yeah. rad. I like that um, the big struggle seems to be, are you going to be a superhero or not? And she seems to be like, no, I'm not. Like, that's not my mm-hmm. thing. Sure, I got these powers, but I don't have to go, like, fighting super-powered people all the time. That's not what I do. I'm a lawyer. Yeah. She's going to fight for them instead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but also fight for... Um, Villains, it seems. Like, it seems like she's, mm-hmm. is she working for Tim Roth's abomination? That's what it looks like because yeah. there was a bunch of, there was that scene where there's a bunch of press around her and they say something like she's his defender. She's defending him in court. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, I, I think it, and I think the CGI seems to have cleaned up a little bit like we expected it to. I think it's fine. I don't think it's going to be amazing because you've got two huge cgi or not creatures people characters is characters is the word i meant to say Um, (laughs) on the screen creatures sounded so terrible (laughs) it's okay they're hulks they're kind of creatures (laughs) so it's gonna look it's gonna look i think just a little cartoony and Mm -hmm. i think it's okay if you just zhuzh past that yeah I think it's fine. I don't, I don't have, I never had a big, huge problem. I think most of the problems that I had with that first trailer is the few moments where they had like weird tracking problems with the eyes or something. Like mm-hmm. they just like, it wasn't lining up right. But I think a lot of that got cleaned up. It felt a lot more natural. Something they've done a lot, whenever Hulk comes into the story, a lot of times they end up like throwing him out in the desert or the woods or something like that, where <laughs> like something about a Hulk. In this, in this case, being She-Hulk walking around everyday life, it's like something about that. It's it it's like your brain won't make that leap. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a little. It's almost just a little too far fetched. Like you can't suspend belief that much. Exactly. Exactly. I think a lot of times when Hulk is in a scene, he's either moving very fast, and there's a lot of like mist in the air or darkness covering his face or something. 
or he's out in the woods or the desert or the like yeah a uh, smart hulk less so of course but that was also right well he was game. the only one like him though mm-hmm. in those scenes and so now you've got two of them mm-hmm. i think that's where a little bit of the challenge comes into play but i think it'll be fun yeah totally i, I think that's probably true i do think just Jennifer Walters walking around as She-Hulk in the courtroom is going to be challenging too, yeah. from like a, a suspending disbelief perspective. Taking it kind of seriously, but I I don't think that they're trying to take it too seriously because no, they're like we can't. We've got these two big green people. <laughs> this doesn't. This is not real life. This is really not the world outside your window, as Marvel likes to be. And so I think that's why they're going that jokey, Ally McBeal breaking mm-hmm. the fourth wall route for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems, based on the trailer, that there's going to be a lot of Mark Ruffalo, too. I was just actually literally just thinking about that while we were talking. I'm like, I don't know how much he'll be in it. I right, kind of yeah. see them as being, if she's doing her hero's journey, she's going to leave him. And I don't mm-hmm. know if he's going to show back up or not. Right. If I had my guess, I bet a lot of the stuff we've seen of him is the first episode. Mm-hmm. It's like her learning that she's a Hulk. Or like becoming a Hulk figuring out how to be a Hulk. And then he's like, all right, let's go be here superheroes. And she's like, no, I'm going to go be a lawyer. And that's what she does. And I bet that's yeah. like, he might, he might check in on her, but I bet like a lot of what we've seen so far are the training and stuff. I bet that's like episode one, get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Now this is who I am at the end of episode one is like, I'm a she Hulk. I'm a lawyer. Deal with it. You know? Yeah. Cause he seems sad when she's like, he's like, well, you, if you want to go back to your job in the law field, I understand. You know, he's kind of like murk, 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 Eeyore about it. So mm-hmm. I don't think he wants her. I, I think he likes having somebody else that's like him, which is a natural human condition and emotion. So he's a little yeah. sad. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that, uh, I, there's got to be an excitement to have finally having someone who understands your plight after being a Hulk for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Bruce. <laughs> Poor Bruce. He's going to get abandoned again. <laughs> and that's nine episodes. Nine? Oh, nice. That's what it says. They also said it's a 30-minute comedy. So That's true. It's, it sounds like it's still going to be about the same amount of content, maybe. Just going to be a little shorter. Um, up next, we have, as we mentioned, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which we talked about the emotions. I guess the one big thing we didn't mention that... We've talked about how it's so likely and all the leaks and all that, but it, it is Namor is confirmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Atlanteans are confirmed. And I know very little about the Atlanteans from comics. I know nothing and I will learn oh. when we read them. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know if like the blue people are the Atlanteans. I assume I had just seen Thor again. So we saw the Avatar trailer again and I was like, <laughs> this is a little too close to home. <laughs> No, yeah, those one that one shot where it shows them like climbing up, yeah, the uh, whatever the wall is. I was like, that's the that's the Avatar people. That's the Avatar people. That's <laughs> absolutely the Avatar. An cat unfortunate people. comparison. We're all gonna make. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I I don't even know. Are the I guess you don't either. The Atlanteans are they blue? I don't know. That's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I'm wondering because I don't know that Namor. I mean, is Namor an? A- See, I'm going to sound real stupid because they're like, ooh, she's on the comics podcast and she doesn't know. No, I don't know because I'm not supposed to. (laughs) Those of you who don't 
know the vibe of our podcast. You may be new to this podcast. We're not a comics podcast. We're the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We know some. We have some comics knowledge, but we do not claim to be experts. I, I, I bet Haley knows more than I do, and I'm the like every week host of this thing. So well, like, and my role on our podcast know. is that I'm like the audience perspective. I'm reading stuff oh, for the first yeah. time. So I, yeah, and Brian's the one who has more knowledge. So sorry, you got. You got the binge player today, people. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Not at all. We are lucky lucky to have the wonderful Haley Hobbs here. But yeah, I don't know. Are they Atlanteans or is it Namor's not an Atlantean, but he is part of Atlantis? So I, I'm very excited about that. But then the big thing is who's the Black Panther? Yes. What do you think? I could go either way. Um I could see them bringing Killmonger back, which I said this to a group of friends, and then I literally saw it on Instagram 15 minutes ago before we were Mm -hmm. recording, where, you know, he says he wants to be thrown in the ocean with his ancestors, and it's like, well, what if they get him at Atlantis if he goes down there and they heal him and stuff? But then I've also seen breakdowns that are like, well, if you freeze frame it, like, the, the wrist is very slender, very feminine. I'm like, men can't have feminine wrists. I don't know. What is this? <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, I don't know. It could be Killmonger. It could be Shuri. It could be somebody we don't even know. It could be yeah. Nakia. I don't know. I've heard people say it absolutely looks like a male body. I've heard people say it absolutely looks like a femil- feminine yeah. <laughs> body. So, like, I'm like, I don't know, man. Whatever. And they could have even, like, shaved that wrist down to make it look you know, I mean, they could be totally confuse us. Oh, yeah. for sure. If they can put Hulk in trailers for movies he's not in, they can yeah. absolutely just kind of like, eh, let's mess with the suit just a little bit to mess with people. Uh, okay. But I that I, that Killmonger theory has been floating since the first uh, since they talked about burying him in the ocean. Oh, um, so I'm not original like I think I am. No, that's you're you're okay. Bad. You're okay. <laughs> if if you thought of it, then you thought of it. But yeah, I we've had talked never about heard it before. It before. <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's awesome um but yeah like it's absolutely a thing that people have been kind of floating ever since ever since the first uh i think i think particularly since the um i mean well the death of chadwick for one thing and then yeah. the the earthquake that's mentioned in in game everyone was like right okay namor's the bad guy and if namor's the bad guy we need a black panther let's bring back killmonger you know yeah in my heart i really want it to be shuri i just do mm. i do too I think of all of them, that's my favorite pick. Yeah. I don't know if that's where they're going to go, but I'd really loved Shuri in the first one. Mm-hmm. She's a great character. There is comics precedence for that, too. So. Yes, she is Black Panther in the comics. Yeah, so totally, totally reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so that's the end of Phase 4. And I, I'm really curious... We've never gotten the end of a phase without an Avengers movie. And this is going to be the first end of a phase we get with... Uh, you know, a, a solo film, which is a solo film without even a main protagonist that we know yet. Right. It's wild. It is wild. It really is crazy. Yeah. I mean, the challenge that they have, um, you know, Chadwick not telling anyone that he was sick, which I totally respect and understand his reasoning. Um, what a, and so I'm not trying to like put this on him, but he did this, but the challenge that they had to come up with, and they always said from the beginning, we're not recasting him. We mm-hmm. will not recast him, which is totally the right thing to do, in my opinion. I, I'm just super excited to see what they've come up with. Because mm-hmm. I can't imagine having to figure that out. I also can't imagine. I, I trust Ryan Coogler, though. 
Mm-hmm. I really trust Ryan Coogler. He's been amazing in every movie I've seen him direct and write. Like he's he's great. I think he'll he'll take that opportunity of the tragedy and like turn it into something, yeah. uh, something that honors the character and the actor. I think it'll be really really cool. So, the, we've talked for a long time about the two that we have the most information about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we get into the real breakdowns. Uh, phase five. They laid out all of phase five, the entirety that we know of phase yeah. five. So exciting. Yes, absolutely. Um, it looks crazy. <laughs> I'll just say that right off the bat. <laughs> it really does. I mean, it kind of looks like an extension of phase four, kind of like we mm-hmm. talked about. It, there's not an Avengers movie to end this one either, you know? No, and it's super eclectic. It's mm-hmm. quantum realm, it's space, it's uh, brand new characters, it's vampires, it's witches. Like, <laughs> what? what is this? <laughs> It's like people picking up the mantle of other characters. Mm-hmm. It's characters that we've been introduced to in Disney Plus shows that are now like making the leap to movies. Like it's just going to be a lot of new things that we really haven't seen much of yet. And it starts with Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, and they confirm in, in the panel that. Jonathan Majors is coming back as Kang, mm-hmm. and he says he will be doing some conquering. Uh, so he's not there. There are various versions of the character of Kang throughout the A multiverse. Versions of him. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And so this is the Kang, the Conqueror, the one mm-hmm. we've been waiting for. Um, apparently. In the panel, so, so you hear these breakdowns of what happened in the panel that aren't actually they you didn't get to see because they, they showed some footage from ant-man and quantum mania and one of the things that is said is like ant-man says i'm an avenger kang says i'm a conqueror and he's and then he says you're an avenger have i killed you before interesting which like that's the whole thing with Kang is he right. keeps constantly rewriting the past and rebuilding, you know. Yeah. He kind of like when he gets bored with something, he just reinvents himself and mm-hmm. puts himself in a new reality. And it's crazy. And he's always trying to like build the perfect Kang, like yes. come up with the, the perfect version of reality, which is kind of like what we saw in Loki uh, with he who remains. I am just floored at how cool this is that like Loki started the multiverse thing with he who remains. Um, and I mean, really, even in game with the time travel and pushing Loki right. through that portal starts this whole thing off, and we understand. I mean, really, that that freaking like, and this is all a result of Endgame Still, like we were talking about all the sadness in Phase Four, but this this thing is going to get crazy, and it's still all a result yeah. of Endgame, you know? Right. Well, and so I don't know if you want to talk about this after the last stuff, but I'll just say it. They're calling this the multiverse saga. Four, five, yes. and six. Yes. We should go ahead and talk. I honestly, I kind of want to point out, like, it's called the Multiverse Saga, yes. But it also ends, just to jump far ahead with the, with the stuff we're talking about right now, because we're, st- we're still talking about the first property. But the end of Phase 6 will end with Avengers the Kang Dynasty, followed yep. immediately by Avengers Secret Wars. Like, whoa. <laughs> I know. And, and how? And so what that says to me, honestly, I see kind of a 
Infinity War endgame type thing because if it's a Kang dynasty and we know he's a big bad, that's not good. So it's it's like everyone's dusted level. Maybe. And then yeah. Secret Wars, you know, here maybe we get all these multiversal heroes in from all mm. over the place, all over the properties, all over the I mean, stuff that isn't canon can now be canon. Like that's yeah. super exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's what we've been seeing since the beginning of this phase with all this with with fifth phase four that we've been watching. All of them, they're just been barely introducing the idea of the multiverse. The fact that this is headed, and the fact that we're starting off phase five with the real introduction to Kang the Conqueror and mm-hmm. ending it with the Kang Dynasty is just so cool that they're bookending it that way and that they called their shot way back in Loki. You know, it's like yeah. this so well-planned and so exciting. And Jonathan Majors as Kang, or Jonathan Majors as He Who Remains was amazing. And him as Kang, I'm just excited to see the different versions of him and what they're going to do with that character. I'm well, flipping and sight. especially in an Ant-Man and Wasp movie with also Stature in there as a new mm-hmm. character. Which have always been kind of the lighter side of Marvel, a little funny, a little heisty, you know, a little more jokey, mm-hmm. um, bringing in a hugely big villainous character is going to be super interesting. Yeah. Well, we joked in the past, like, oh, well, maybe maybe it's not going to be that big a deal. Maybe they'll see Kang the Conqueror and it'll just be like, oh, they took him one-off. out in that movie. You know, <laughs> yeah, it could be a one-off, whatever. Yeah. We don't see much else coming, but now we know with Kang Dynasty coming, it's like, Oh, this is like the goal of these entire phases. Like we're, we've we've seen it since Loki, and it's been dripping in the multiverse. And now they're going to be with Ant Man, Quantum Mania. They're really going to introduce the villain, and it's going to run all the way to the end of the series, like mm-hmm. uh, of the the multiverse saga. A considerable amount of Kangs. Yes, yes, and Secret Wars in comics is a. Like it's it's that's the one where they like send them to the battle worlds and have the mm-hmm. different heroes fight, right? Yeah. Yep. So I I just wonder if like Secret Wars is either being run by Kang, which has been something speculated, instead of the Beyonder, I think it is in the original comics. Kang yeah. would be the person who's like kind of just having his fun. Like let's say he runs the galaxy at that point, and he's just like having his fun throwing different multiversal versions of characters in together. You know? Yeah. I also know, I believe, that Doctor Doom is a big part of Secret Wars. Yes. Which, I mean, we're getting out of order here, but fa- we are. Fantastic Four <laughs> has been... No, not at all, not at all. It's, it's, it lends itself to a little timey-wiminess. Um, <laughs> but a face, yeah, uh, Fantastic Four is coming as the first film in... Or, uh, first or second, I'm not even totally sure, uh, film in Phase I 6. I think it's... <laughs> The last thing in Phase Five is that right? Oh, it's the first. It's it's one of the first ones in Phase Six. I know that it's one of the three things they've mentioned. Oh yeah, you're so, right. I'm sorry. So far, we have all of Phase Five laid out, and we only have three things from Phase Six. Yeah. It's like the first thing is going to be Fantastic Four, and then the last two things are going to be the the two two Avengers movies in a row. Which so cool. <laughs> do you think we've never had an Avengers movie that didn't come out? In, like, beginning of summer. They always drop then. Mm. Do you think they're going to take a year off between movies? Or that there are things missing from this timeline? I think things will absolutely get shuffled around. Because we've already seen them doing that. Maybe not, like, a huge shuffle. But I think moved. So, I don't... I mean, to put one in 
May and one in November is is pretty wild considering we had to wait a year between Infinity War and Endgame. Exactly. But they're also working with this luxury of streaming content and being able to fill in gaps so much faster. So and and <laughs> look at all the people clamoring for answers from Marvel. What where's this phase going? What's this about? What's going on? So maybe maybe it's a reaction to people, <laughs> their consumers, you know, wanting answers yeah. sooner. I mean, that's probably me being way too generous, but yeah. And you know, I'm I'm just noticing now in the graphic now that you mentioned that. Yeah. So Avengers Kang Dynasty is set for May 2nd, 2024. No, is that right? 2025? 2025. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I'm trying to see it from I have a low resolution picture mm-hmm. here. And then Secret Wars is November 7th, 2025. Yeah. But there is another film, it looks like. So far they've put all the films on top and the and the television series on the bottom. They have another film slated between them that says summer of 2025. Mhm. And on so the I, deadline I I'm looking at there's a February 2025 untitled Marvel as well. Yeah, there is. So, yeah. So is Phase 5 going to be all Fantastic Four, Victor Von Doom, Kang, Battleworld? Sounds amazing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it does sound amazing, and I do think it will wrap up that way. Yeah. Like, it's starting with Fantastic Four and ending with Secret Wars. So, like, that's that's definitely the the arc. But we've also got, you know, there's also the Fantastic Four connection to Kang in that... Uh, Nathaniel Richards is the descendant of Reed Richards. Mm -hmm. And so there's this like, you know, uh, there's probably going to be some play with that in there. I bet. I don't know, man. It's crazy. I hope so. Oh, me too. So anyway, phase six looks super interesting. Yeah. Uh, but back to phase five, just to get it, get through it. Cause we have jumped around a ton. Um, secret invasion is coming in spring. Scrolls. Scrolls, baby scrolls. <laughs> I don't know what to expect from that. I mean, I know there's precedent for it and all of that. But the one thing that they said in the uh, panel that stuck out to me was that it is going to be the darker side of Marvel. Ooh. Which kind of like I, that. I do too. And I wasn't expecting it. Like when I've been thinking of Secret Wars, I don't know, something about the scrolls. Secret invasion. Up until. Sorry, I think I always it's do that. It's not confusing I, every at all. Time. secret invasion to me i guess because of how the scrolls have been depicted up until now Mm -hmm. honestly they've kind of seemed a little bumbling like in captain marvel they feel kind of like she's she makes a joke out of them in the beginning of the movie right and then there are these refugees that are running like they're sort of there's some valiant characters but they up until now we really haven't seen like badass villainous or like very serious scrolls. Like, yes, we right. were worried about them. The Kree were more like the uh, baddies sinister. in that movie. Yeah. So with Secret Invasion, I don't know who's going to be the baddies, but I also have just got the vibe that I've just been thinking, oh, it's going to be a fun little adventure where people are swapping faces and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, but if it's the darker side of Marvel, like, that makes me way more interested for whatever reason. I think that sounds really exciting. Yeah. Well, they're spread all over the place. Um, I forget Ben Mendelsohn's scroll character name <laughs> from Captain Marvel, but he says, you know. Talos. Talos. There's thousands or millions of us spread throughout the, the galaxy or the universe, whatever he says. And 
Um, so they're not all probably as benevolent as he was. And he even says, my hands are filthy with war too, Carol. You know, you're not yeah. alone in this. And so if Nick Fury, which who, you know, we know he's in this this property, um, if he's helping them like track down these more malicious uh, war cells or whatever, I don't know. I don't know if it's like them going to different worlds and trying to help them or clean them up or something. Yeah. Well, you know, in uh, in comics, it's that they are invading. It's called Secret Invasion. Right. So, I imagine they're invading. Maybe it's not the Earth, but I was assuming they'd at least stick to that. So, like... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> My go-to answer. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, all right. Well, up after that. May 6th, 2023, so next year, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which uh, James Gunn has described as the ending of the series of movies, like, as we know it, they keep saying, because I'm sure they'll want to make another Guardians of the Galaxy, but this is the story, James Gunn said this is the end of the story that he has had in mind since they started it, so he's trying to find a summation like an ending for the arc of all of these characters Mm -hmm. so very exciting well so we know we're getting adam warlock because will poulter was cast Mm -hmm. in that role and i think i've seen posts on social media about um high evolutionary is that yes right Yes. yes so in the panel uh high evolutionary came out uh, dressed in full like oh. high evolutionary outfit, and it's kind of a la Loki from like the 2010 yeah. uh, STCC. He came out and yelled at the people about how he looks forward to dissecting us all. <laughs> it was actually pretty great. Uh, the high evolutionary came out and he starts yelling, uh, played by an actor from that James Gunn just used in Peacemaker, by okay. the way. I don't know if you, uh, the um. It was like the the guy who was heading up the team, uh, who had a it. had a secret. If those of you guys who don't know, or those of you guys who've seen it, <laughs> um, but really, he's a great he's a great actor, a lot of fun. Um, but uh, he comes out and he says, you know, uh, you all are reminding me of why I do what I do. <laughs> As I look around this room and I see the, the all of you, I think about how I like to take lesser beings and make them better. You know, like mm-hmm. it, was, it was just really fun. Very Loki-esque from that previous panel. That'll be fun. Yeah. And also they had the uh, actress who was playing Cosmo the Space Dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, another new character we're getting for this one. What, like a real person? Well, I think it'll be probably the voice of the dog. Okay. I, had to guess. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Oh, I mean, it's James Gunn. I really wouldn't put it past him, but yeah, I'm glad to hear him. It's probably just voice <laughs> acting. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's gonna be it's gonna be Cosmo's space dog. I'm assuming it'll just look like a dog. Well, we've seen and Cosmo in the we have. collector's lair. <laughs> Yeah, or some version of Cosmo. I want, I'm wondering if that's the same dog, like because that dog didn't speak or anything. So no, but it was. I'm a wondering if it looked jail the same. cell thing too. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I don't know if that's going to be the dog or if like that was just an Easter egg, and now we're going to get the actual dog, mm-hmm. Cosmo the space dog. Cosmo the space dog. <laughs> what a weird world we're living in. I that love we're it. like, it's crazy. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Embrace the weird. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, um, and then in uh, 
So, oh, you know, I, before we get into Echo, which is next in summer of 2023, one thing we did not mention when we were talking about the She-Hulk of it all is there is absolutely a shot of Daredevil's suit in mm-hmm. that trailer. Now, it shows his suit. It does not show his face. I am a, We've been saying all along that he would be perfect to come in as Matt Murdock, the lawyer. Mm. Um, but I, because it didn't show his face, I'm wondering if that's a misdirect. Like, what if, um, let's say we see that suit, right? And someone's fighting in the Daredevil suit and does a crime, and Jennifer Walters is defending him, and then Matt Murdock shows up, and it's like, he's like, trying to f- figure out how to get this guy convicted without, like, you know, what if he was like pretend- mm-hmm. trying to prove that he was pretending to be Daredevil or something like that? You know yeah. what I mean? But isn't that a little too much like what they did in season three? Uh, kinda, kinda. There was someone pretending to be Daredevil. Yeah. Um, but less that they were like trying to prove it. Um, but yeah, I see what you- I see what you're saying. It might be a little too near to that storyline, but that would be cool. <laughs> I can't think of why they wouldn't show his face and only show the suit. Right, because it's not like it's not like people don't know who he is, and he was in Spider-Man: No Way Home. Yeah, as Matt Murdock. So unless it's like he doesn't reveal himself to Jennifer as I'm Matt Murdock, Daredevil, and so he's just Daredevil, and she doesn't know who he is. But then she's also like maybe working with him in court, or she's like he's like working against her with um, what's his face, Abomination. Right, and so it's Absolutely. the duplicity thing. Yeah, I just, even still, though, like, that's why he wears a mask. You know, like, if um, if the camera had pan, the camera just pans around in a really awkward way. Yeah. And, like, it kind of, like, the Disney Plus logo comes up over the face. And it just made me think, like, something, they're doing something mm-hmm. fishy with that that moment. Like, because it's definitely seeming like, I definitely think Matt Murdock will be in the show. Because if they put that in the trailer and then Matt Murdock does not show up, I'm I'm just mad. Like there's yeah. no way to there's no reason to do that to me. Um <laughs> but if they uh you know, yeah, you see what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got you. But some something's fishy. Something's fishy is all I'm thinking. They're playing with us. They're playing with us. But the show that we have confirmed that Matt Murdock will be appearing is the next show on our list, summer of twenty twenty three, just a mere year away. Echo yeah. will be coming back, and Vincent D'Onofrio and Matt and uh, Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox are both returning mm-hmm. as their their characters, so that's a, just damn exciting. Yeah, I know so very little about her other than what we saw in Hawkeye, so I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to diving deeper into her character. I I didn't feel much for her in Hawkeye. That show like overwhelmed me with all the characters, so. I am glad she is getting something focused that we can grow with her and grow to like her as a character. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't have any feelings about her really at this point. Mm. Interesting. I did. I really, I really felt for her. I mean, those scenes when she's just like going after, like she trusts Fisk so much and she's going after Hawkeye. And then that scene where Hawkeye has to beat her and then just like, but not kill her and tell her like, no, like, yeah. we're just, I didn't do this. Like, I just, I don't know. There, there was a lot of connection there for me. And I mean, just her, like, coming from what she comes from and um, 
being uh, I think like I was somewhat on her team when I saw the amazing stunts and stuff coming from this actress with like an amputation and stuff like I think I like I immediately had like a ton of feeling for her and then on top of that her being deaf and Mm -hmm. like her her just it just I just something about a character that comes through so much struggle and then she's also really complicated because she's complicated morally, and I found her super interesting. So, I, but I hear yeah. you. I'm not. I'm uh, not saying you should feel that way. I just, that's amazing. I, I just didn't connect with her yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That show had too many things going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that is the flaw in the last episode of Hawkeye is it could have landed the characters that it introduced, and instead it decided to like bring in Fisk and bring in Yelena, and I love seeing them again but i think they i'm hoping that they're learning their lesson that like less is more <laughs> yeah well for me it's just like if i watch a story for five weeks or whatever i want to see the end of that story yeah. like and i want that to be the focus of the thing like show that fisk is in the background that's great show that yelena is there to kill hawkeye like that's cool too but like something about just like it just diverting the story completely I, i'm really hoping that's something something they've learned this season right um, but anyway, I, we don't hear, we don't know much else about Echo, I don't think. Nope. Um, but the next is Loki season two in, again, in summer of 2023. So mm. that same summer, same summer, we're getting Loki season two. And I'm assuming we will get Kang Ooh. even more laid out in that. Oh yeah. Well, they've, they're filming that show right now. I've seen some of the set photos. Have you seen those? I have not. Okay. Are they well, leaky or are they? Yeah. Um, it's like he's with Sylvie and Mobius. Okay. They're outside that's of a McDonald's. I feel like <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Which is funny, but that's like really it. So yeah, that's okay. exciting that they're already filming that show. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Man, gosh, I'm just looking at these and like thinking about how they can be running a through line through all these things. And I, you know, clearly Loki, Quantum Mania and Loki will connect back to Kang, of course. Right. But then you got like Secret Invasion, the Marvels, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, all kind of happening cosmic. I don't know, man. I'm just excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you said, it's an extension of phase four, so it doesn't seem like they all will connect. We aren't seeing it yet. That doesn't mean they won't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, and and clearly, we'll keep moving on because, like, we got the to me one of the biggest announcements, which is the Daredevil series, is one of the last ones here. But that one will clearly connect back to Echo, right. which will connect back to you know Hawkeye. And um, let's see, uh, up next after Loki season two, which Loki was my favorite show this year, so I am like all in for Loki season two. I am so pumped. Um, we have the Marvels mm-hmm. in July, July 28th, 2023. I believe so. Okay. The, the, Maybe it's the, 23rd. The screenshots online are not amazing. <laughs> July of 2023. I know that. <laughs> I'm looking. July 28th. Yes. Okay. July 28th, 2023. Uh, look at me being good at that. Look at your they give you in the DMV. <laughs> They're way better than mine. <laughs> It's so blurry. It's terrible. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Marvels, um, you know, again, getting to the cosmic side of things. What, like, I just don't know what all of this means in relation <laughs> to like Kang. And like, this is the multiverse mm-hmm. 
saga. So how is all the stuff we just saw in Miss Marvel with the bangle and them trading places and all this stuff, how is that going to tie into the multiverse, you know? Yeah. Or will it, you know? Well, and what's <sighs> wild is it may not until 2025. And that's right. honestly just the truth. So everybody who's like, I don't understand what's going on. I want to know. I'm like, you might have to wait a few years. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing is like, if Secret Wars happens, all the other stuff we get, you know, Daredevil, Echo, Agatha, Blade, all these things we're getting, like, they just might be telling their own stories. And then literally Secret Wars, the fun of Secret Wars is that like, whoever's in charge can just snap their fingers and put two characters together that just, let's see how these two characters interact. Let's see how these two characters interact. You know, like, that's going to be fun, man. Yeah. (laughs) I'm excited. I like these kind of non-connected stories because I, I enjoy the unknown. I enjoy not knowing what, what's next necessarily, because if you do, then you take away the, what makes these properties special to us. And so, Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's just me, though. I get it. I I get some people want all the answers all the time, <laughs> but you're not going to yeah. get them. <laughs> nope, nope. And and they've done a really good job this year, particularly of keeping us in the dark, mm. which I love. Yes. <laughs> um, and then after the Marvels, our next thing is November 3rd, we have Blade. Ooh, vampires. Ooh, vampires. Are you a vampire lover? You know, you I'm really not. Follower? Um, no? It just doesn't do much for me. Now, I did not hate mm. Morbius. I did not think it was a terrible movie. Yeah, it was fine. I didn't hate it either. Um, so I was kind of like, eh, I can get kind of down with this. So, I, and I've never seen the original Blades because like horror movies and stuff like that, not my thing, but I'm growing to like them and appreciate them more. And so, um, I think it's going to be cool. And Mahershala Ali, now that I'm finally watching all the Netflix Marvel shows, because I never had, and I'm almost done with them. Yay. He's amazing. I'm really looking forward to seeing him back in the Marvel mm-hmm. universe. Yes. Big fan of Mahershala Ali. I'm a big fan. And I am really excited for him as Blade. That better be a dark ass story. I hope so. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it should be. Oh, yeah. We talked about Secret Invasion being dark, but man, like, get into the, the blade of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we've we already heard him in the universe. Yes. With he Dane already talked Whitman. to Dane Whitman. Who, so, hopefully he'll be in the movie, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a, maybe an Eternals connection, which seems really crazy, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of... Because Dane Whitman is connected to the Eternals, but Dane Whitman is not an Eternal. So it's like... Right. It, that he could go off and have his own adventure here and then eventually get back to an Eternals movie where he's like, where we've seen him go through this like journey among these like supernatural creatures of the Marvel universe. Yeah. And then he like meets back up with his, uh, his partner from Eternals. Cersei. That I'm blanking on her name. <laughs> Thank you. Um, he meets back up with Cersei and, and they're and like, uh, I know, I know a lot about things now that I didn't know. Before, <laughs> I've had experiences. You know? <laughs> yeah i you know since i last saw you i've just i'm a lot more experienced become a man like, what did you what do you mean how many how many partners have you had yeah. i mean i've only teamed up with a few i mean i've only been with a few partners just a vampire like we like, just a, i was with a vampire for a while and i was with a werewolf for a while yeah. and she's like what are you talking about yeah, fancy robots taking a back seat <laughs> to the monsters <laughs> Fancy robots is one of the best lines in that movie. 
I stand by that. <laughs> no, it's that is absolutely a great line. Oh. <laughs> All right. I I uh and then yeah. It's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. Um all right. And next we get in the fall of 2023 we have Ironheart. Mm. Riri. Riri, which we get to see her on stage uh during this panel uh during the Wakanda Forever panel. And she was in the trailer. Yes. I yes, got yes, very yes. excited. And I yelled Riri yeah. when we were watching it, which was probably oh. annoying to the people around me. <laughs> but I miss our Man. Iron Man. I miss that character. And, you know, I really am looking forward to getting to know her and her take on Ironheart and how she's like sort of taking the mantle, but, you know, not really. Yeah. We've talked about it before, but I'm assuming this is going to relate into like the outreach programs that Wakanda have have started mm-hmm. uh and that they'll like maybe find Riri through that and she'll like you know using maybe the tech that she's maybe they'll like you know discover her because of the tech she's already building and then bring her in and Shuri will kind of help her with her tech and stuff i i think that's like Wakanda is now sort of outfitting the entire Marvel universe we saw right. it in well cuz Tony's gone so somebody they need someone to make yeah. their fancy suits <laughs> Absolutely. And Wakanda is particularly uh, adept at that. Particularly Shuri is particularly mm-hmm. adept at that. Girl geniuses working together. Absolutely. What's interesting to me, too, is like, yes, it's girl geniuses working together, but it's also Riri Williams inspired by Tony Stark. You know what True. I mean? Like, I'm wondering what her relationship to Tony Stark will be. Will she have known him mm. in his life? Will she have been one of the students that got the grant right. from, uh, from the them? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really wondering if there'll be like a tie in there because it is, in many ways, it, she's the successor to Tony. Right. So like, I just, I just, I'm curious how much they will pay homage to Tony right. Stark in that. Show. Or is he, um, like the Captain Marvel to Kamala Khan? Is he just her source of inspiration? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And then, and that would be enough, I think. For sure. I just am curious about how that how that works. Um. And then we got a name change for this next property. Mm-hmm. Winter of 20... Ooh, winter of 2023 slash 2024. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So this will go over the, uh, over the year there. Agatha Coven of Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, so I literally, while we were driving back today, I read the 2015 Scarlet Witch run on Marvel Unlimited for fun. Um, it's mm. amazing, but there's a lot of Agatha in it. It's very witchy and very team-up witchy, and that's what this kind of screams to me. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. So, uh, I yeah, I, I'm really excited about that. I think Coven of Chaos is a great name. Yeah, like, it's awesome. I, I'm assuming it's going to be about the chaos magic or like you know a a coven of people trying to use the chaos magic whether now if i remember correctly from wandavision she like she acknowledged that wanda was using chaos magic but she at that time was not using chaos magic is that right correct or was she no with the dark hole no she was no she has her own i think type of magic and then she you know, leeches magic from other people, and she was using the dark hold, but she was not. She really never got Wanda's magic because Wanda was playing her the whole time. Right, and the dark hold is not chaos magic. No, I think it? it's its own like entity. Okay, yeah, I'm just curious about like 
what that will mean for like is she learning chaos well that's why i say like the scarlet witch run that i read is really perfect because chaos is in it almost as a character oh interesting or it could just be her recruiting people like getting her witches in westview like Dottie and all those people that yeah. got effed up you know where are my witches at and that's her coven and they're gonna be like spreading chaos it could be that mm, that's a good call we've talked about that a little bit like the idea that the town of westview could like really have a beef with wanda and i mean yeah. Well, and if she's totally poof, gone right now in our world, right? Wanda's gone. Quote. Mm-hmm. Maybe that breaks the spell on Agatha over in Westview. Oh, and yeah. And she's like, I'm going to yeah, yeah, F yeah, some yeah. stuff up. Right. She pissed. Oh, I would love it. I would <laughs> love it if those characters got to come back. Mm-hmm. All those people who were trapped in Wanda's spell in Westview. Be rad. And we talked about it a little bit already, but spring of 2024, two years from now, uh, Daredevil Born Again is coming to Disney+. Plus. Hmm. And this is one of the biggest announcements for me in this entire thing, is that Daredevil Born Again is going to be 18 episodes. I know. That is crazy. (laughs) W.T. Feige. (laughs) I... What the fuck? Like, I just, I don't understand how they're doing that. Like, I do need them to be shorter episodes if they're going to do 18. (laughs) Like, I can't invest in 18, like, 50 minute episodes. (laughs) Yeah, but it's Daredevil. I don't think they're going to be short. I really don't. I think they're going to be long. And I'm really curious, like, how long will this show run? See, this is what I think one of these is going to get pushed to 2025 like it's not it's gonna get pushed Mm. because that's happened in phase four and it's happened well it happened with uh ms marvel remember it was supposed to come out in 2021 and it didn't and now secret invasion was supposed to come out this year and it's coming out next year so i feel like something will get pushed it's just which one is it gonna be it's possible a lot of those move arounds that were covid related so i don't know if I don't know if that's going to happen again or if it's going to be as prevalent this time. Um, but 18, either way, 18 episodes, I don't think they'll be short. I think they'll be 42 minutes oh at God. least. <laughs> I really do. I think I don't see them making a 30 minute Daredevil show. I fast forwarded through a lot of like the episodes just because I've been trying to get them done. And so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, fight scene. I can like watch a little bit of it and then I fast forward through it. <laughs> I won't do that. I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> not for this, not for that. I, I am so pumped. But I do wonder if they'll break it up. That's what I think. I think I'd be interested if they did like nine episodes. Like a season took, break kind of a thing. Yeah, like nine episodes, mm-hmm. take a a month off, then come back for nine more or something like that. I could, I could see them doing something like that. I yeah. don't see them making short episodes. But like, the thing is, with <laughs> most of these shows... The reason you keep them to six episodes is because it keeps the quality really high. But I also know that Daredevil is like one of their one of the most beloved properties they've made thus far. Right. And so I think they're going to put the resources in to make these good, but it's just hard to make any show good at 18 episodes a, a season. Like you just get a lot of filler things. Yeah, that w- that's my main concern because in season 3 I skipped the episode where um 
fake daredevil they do his whole backstory i'm like i don't i get it like he's crazy and he's violent i don't need an entire <laughs> it was the entire episode i'm like i don't need that you know and so i don't i don't That's want so there funny. to be that kind of see i love that episode i love but as in coming back from Dare- daredevil on netflix those were 13 episode seasons so it's not like this is completely insane when you look at it that right. way but we're used to them being 13 it'd be one I, but right now we've only been getting six yeah we're not conditioned to this right now jumping from six to 18 is insane and it almost makes me wonder like what else is going to be going on during that time because normally they've got like a six episode run they take a week or two off they do another six episode run they take a week or two off they do it but 18 that's like three other shows yeah. strung together and look know? at all the so. other properties that they say they're putting mm-hmm. out. It's kind of it's interesting because in 2021 we got was it 2021? My brain mm-hmm. doesn't work super well. Anyway, when we came back from Endgame, we got all this right. content. And this year it's a little more sparse, like they're trickling things which I kind of like. And then this is like another barrage of content, which is cool, yeah. but is it overwhelming to your audience? Yeah, it can't. It could be February twenty twenty three. That's the thing that like I'm kind of weird about with this whole thing. Is it feels like phases are becoming really short. Mm-hmm. Now, not not content wise because we're getting a lot of shows, right. so the hours on screen are a lot. And I mean, like phase one is only six movies long. Yeah. Um, so it's not it's not out of the question, but it it does it just kind of feels like. It feels like a lot, but it feels it's such a short time period, I guess. Yeah, I mean, last year was like running a marathon at a sprint pace, you know? And this year has been a little more breathing room. It's kind of been nice. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, For sure. Well, it was really just like nothing came out till April or something like that. Or March or whatever. Moon Knight. Yeah, it was the first thing. We had a big break. Yeah, we had a big break at the beginning of the year. But it's been pretty consistent Mm -hmm. since then until this week, actually. Or last week. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I know because it's the first week we didn't do a podcast. <laughs> um, well, we recorded a podcast and didn't happen. <laughs> um, okay. So that Daredevil Born Again, I am, I don't know, man. I can't even. Like, I think good. that's so exciting. There's a meme. I should send it to you. It's a, of a baby with his little, his sunglasses and a little cane. And it's like, I'm a really mm. good baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. That's it so made dumb. me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing in phase five, and when, again, we've never had a phase end, not in, not like end with a big crossover movie. Not that they don't, like I said, they're they're denouements, but like they normally have a big crossover movie that sort of like indicates the end of a phase. We have Captain America New World Order. Mm. I'm very excited. What? (laughs) (laughs) What does it mean? What does it mean? I don't know, but I like it already. (laughs) Me too. I mean, we've the Captain America movies have been a place for big crossovers in the mm-hmm. past. Civil War. Um, yeah. The other one. The other one. Civil War. <laughs> mostly civil. So, sorry. Mostly Civil War. I do feel like. Did there, you say the other one and you meant the Winter Soldier? Yeah. How that's the one I meant. dare you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I am offended. 
<laughs> I get it. I get it. Now I, I get kicked off the We're going to get some real hate um, mail now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everyone write in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> write in your five-star reviews with complaints about how Matt forgot Winter Soldier for a second. <laughs> Still my number one. Um, I, I could almost see yeah, this one being a little more like that, being a little more spy thriller, mm-hmm. boots on the groundy yeah. with... Um, with Sam and maybe even Bucky still kind of playing together in the sandbox and cleaning things up. Yeah, with New World Order being the title, it makes me wonder if it's going to tie into the stuff with uh, Val. Yes. Well, that that's not on this page because Thunderbolts. Yeah, a Thunderbolts is, movie that was yeah honest. July twenty twenty four. Why isn't that on this thing? Rude. Wait, and that's. That's on the same. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm looking at the same one you are. Apparently, we were we were saying this the last one, but no. Yeah. So I was just saying it probably ties into Val. You're right. <laughs> and yeah, I think I think it does because the next movie is Thunderbolts. So cool. I think it's pretty likely that the Thunderbolts will be a big team up movie that finally brings together all those Val villains mm. that she's been going around collecting. And so, so yeah, those your big team. I, I said movie. last ones. Yeah, and kind of, it looks like this phase, like phase six, will end with two movies that's probably, probably, I'm assuming New World Order and Thunderbolts will sort of be successors to each other or sequels it to would, one another. I mean, it would make the most sense to do it that way. Thunderbolts yeah. is yeah, going to so be so cool. I mean, it's going to be sad. No mm. William Hurt, right? Um, yeah. But, man, I mean, they're named after him, his character at least, so... Mm-hmm. And we have Val. And that's wild that, I mean, I don't know that they knew they were going to lose William Hurt. Probably not worth counting on it, but it's good that we have Julia Louis-Dreyfus already cemented in as this character recruiting people. Yeah, absolutely. And you could still see if, like, Val had been working with him, building this project Mm -hmm. or something. She could still name it after him as, like, a, you know, memento to Thunderbolt Ross. Mm-hmm. He was always into the idea of hero of superpowered people and defending America or whatever. On his terms. <laughs> yeah, it was always on his terms. And I'm wondering if he's just he this was he was sort of behind this all along. Well, power loves a vacuum, right? So there's no more Avengers. Yeah. So what is he gonna mm-hmm. do? He doesn't have Tony Stark on call anymore because he's a DED. He's gonna make his own Avengers. Yeah. And they're gonna be bad. Well and now that you're saying all that, I'm thinking Captain America New World Order right before that. I mean, Captain America is almost always on the outs with America. Right. <laughs> and so He doesn't like that order. He likes that chaos. <laughs> yeah. I I have a feeling that that whatever this New World Order is that is in charge, Captain America is not going to really be a fan and it's going to end up be leading us into Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. But I like Man, it. It's so very Winter fun. Soldier and then Civil War. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right next to each other in the same summer. I know. That's crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. two months apart. Whew. That's really wild. I like it. <sighs> I just feel like I'm going to be at the theater like the whole summer, like watching oh, the movies. Oh, God, what really, a travesty. Really mm-hmm. <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. Uh, well, okay, guys. So that's, that's phase four. Five, and we already basically talked about phase six. What we know so far is that we're getting, and, and you may have the dates in front of you. I do not. Um, uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four is November 8th of 2024. We've got the Untitled in there on February 14th, 2025. Kang Dynasty, 
2025 to 2025, Untitled Marvel 725 2025, and Secret Wars 11 7 2025. Crazy. And so who are the Avengers going to be? Are they going to be our young Avengers? Are they going to be our West Coast Avengers? Are they going to be both? It's a really good question. But at this point, it's Kang Dynasty, it's multiverse, it's time travel. It could be the original four back, you know? <gasps> it could. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it's absolutely possible that we will get like an actual return of one or more of the of Lost Avengers, you know? I think you, it is And very, you I mean, even mean like, like a Tony or a... A Black yeah. Widow I mean, because of time travel, because of multiverse. Tony, Black Widow, or Cap mm-hmm. could absolutely be part of Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. You know? Don't give me hope. <laughs> Don't do I that. I think it is very possible, if not very likely, that we will get return of those characters. Um, at least one of them. It would just be... I mean, it's almost crazy if we don't, because like... It's Secret Wars. It's like yeah. other versions. I almost, I'm almost surprised we didn't get any of them in uh, Multiverse of Madness, honestly. But I'm glad we didn't because yeah. I kind of want them to give it a few years because I want it to feel like, like if Tony steps on the screen ag- again and he's like a Tony that survived and he gets to like hang- talk to Morgan or something and she's like grown up and using an Iron Man suit or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. Yeah. If Riri, Riri and Morgan like show up, you know, yeah. <laughs> to like talk to Tony uh, from a different universe, mm-hmm. it would be yeah. I think I think it would be pretty badass to just get that little nod from the other universe, you mm-hmm. know. So some things are missing. Um, they didn't talk about. Well, at least it's not on the slate of stuff. Like, what if season two, Armor Wars, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yeah, yeah, a couple of those things were not on the slate when they were reading them out, and I don't know why. Intrigue. What the Feige? (laughs) What the Feige? (laughs) What if makes sense? Because it's like multiversal, like, whatever, maybe they're just not putting it in the thing. Yeah. Maybe they're just focusing on, like, the big live action There's just too much stuff to even talk about. Like and and holiday special is kind of a, a one off, and I am great right. is a one off. Like there there are some things right. that like seem like they're not exactly a part of the bigger story or whatever. Yeah, they're like canon, but not Im- I don't want to say not important, but right, not a focus. Yeah, totally. All right, well, uh, so that's that's it, guys. That's the big announcements um, from this week. So we really hope you guys. Uh, enjoyed this episode we're just talking we're just kind of right now there's so much that we just wanted to do an overview episode and talk about what was out there and what it's making us think about but we'll be back like we'll probably do some breakdown episodes in the coming weeks of all of the like like shot by shot look at these trailers things like that like we like to do but uh we just had to get something in the feed because it's been uh, it's been almost two weeks which is it's this is the <laughs> last week's the first week in over like almost a year that we haven't had an episode. Um, so there's a glitch in the matrix, yeah. <laughs> glitch on someone's computer is more like it, <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, well, we'll be uh, we'll be back soon. Uh, Haley, tell them about source pages and where they can find that. Yeah, yeah. So Brian V. Klein and I do source pages, as Matt said at the top, and we are. Our podcast is available pretty much everywhere, I think, on things I've never even heard of. You can follow our socials. We have our own Facebook page. We have a Twitter, and we have an Instagram. 
Um, I just relinked our Who is King the Conqueror episode, which was one of our like first episodes that we put out, and it's still in our top five of downloads. So people, um, if you want to go read more about or learn more about Kang and hear us try to figure out who he is, mm-hmm. cause it's very it's very squirrely. Um, that's linked in our Instagram stories right now. So uh, give us a, a listen and give us a review if you like us. And you can email us at sparkpodcast at gmail.com. That's spark with a C. And we're next week we're going to cover um, Neil Gaiman's The Sandman, which is coming out on Netflix this next week. Ooh, nice. So we dip our toes into DC and other stuff. Very nice, very nice. Um, <laughs> we, 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 did a, uh, we did a little bit of a talk about Sandman. I think we actually made it through. I think we did one episode on that. We were supposed to do a second that never happened because we were covering it for the, um, uh, because we were, we did an audiobook series that, that like uh-huh. they didn't add with us. And we were like, Hey, if you're doing that with us, we'll do a series. We'll talk about yeah, it. Cause we yeah, want to talk right. about it. And we did, but I don't think we ever got the second one out. <laughs> and that's what we're really covering is the audio drama. I did flip through the, um, the comics on DC infinite universe that's their comic app and it's i mean it's really like straight up from the comics so if you have read the comics but you didn't listen to audio drama or vice versa you'll be golden and we're gonna have a guest who is super well versed well i'm looking forward to that one i really enjoyed the audio drama a lot um it's really good and yeah yeah it was great i I love all this stuff getting adapted it's just so much fun and as much as i love a contiguous universe Mm -hmm. i really do dc is kind of hitting out of the park with their just like Let's just do a show. Let's do a thing. They weren't, they didn't have the organization, it feels like, to do the connected yeah. universe. No, and their universe, I mean, from the stuff I've read, which isn't a ton yet, but I'm getting into it, it's like, that's just kind of how it is. So once they went, I'm going to say like public with this is how our content works, it feels easier mm. as an audience member to yeah, accept for sure. it. You know what for I mean? Sure. Once you know what's going on, once you know what to expect, that's yeah, definitely better. Um, well, anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Oh, and we're right up here at the end of the podcast awards nomination phase. So if you get a chance, we would really appreciate it if you go to podcastawards.com and nominate the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast for both the People's Choice and the TV and film categories. That would really be helpful. But also, uh, I don't know how many of you guys have heard me talk about him before, but, uh, John Irons of the Cap of Captain Game Show. Uh, it's a podcast I really like. Uh, he's a friend. He's been on a bunch of Stranded Panda shows, uh, but he has also submitted for the podcast awards. So he is in the games and hobbies category. So just throw some love to Captain Game Show. It's a trivia and wordplay game show. He is. I, I say it to him all the time. He's the hardest working man in podcasting because he crafts those episodes. He he, he works hard really every week writing and rewriting these like uh wordplay and pun and just like really fun wordplay trivia games so check out captain game show but also while you're over nominating us for the podcast awards make sure to nominate him in the games and hobbies category we are really looking forward to talking more about this stuff we'll probably try to do some trailer breakdowns over the next couple weeks um once uh once ashley and jeff can get back to we'll have a lot of content waiting on us so uh really excited to talk to you guys more we'll be back peace until next time true believers 
Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.